Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Our spit is incredibly complex for a substance made of 99% water. It contains a genetic code that reveals the real you. And that DNA in your spit can also reveal meaningful insights about your health that could change everything. What would you do if you knew you were at a higher likelihood of developing a particular disease? Join 23 different iHeart podcast hosts as they explore their own health discoveries in the new season of Spit. Listen to Spit on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go on. Uh, <coughs> go on then, test these mics. One, two, one, two. You're not, li- not going to sit like that though, are you? Oh, yeah. Right. Well, you say that every week to me. This is still floppy AF. Oh, did you bring your spanner, Sam? Yeah, we oh. forgot, obviously, and I was going to text her, man, but I was watching Killing Eve, and I've still got 15 minutes of that fucking episode to go, and I'm honest to God. That's the real reason I didn't pick Sam up today, just so you know. Right. I knew there must have been a reason. Yeah, there was a reason. Selfish bastard. Right. Well, not really. Oh, well, I text it... Sam to see if it, what he was up to yeah. and what he preferred. It was completely out of my way, though, and I was running late. Well, <laughs> get up on time. I did go out last night, though. I think that's the reason why. Where? I went to tunnel in Leeds, partied up. I thought I hadn't heard from you. I Why went. are you doing all this sneaking about and not telling me where you are? Because we need contact for the podcast. <laughs> this podcast is ruining our friendship. It's not. I feel like I need to save stuff for this. Otherwise, I know, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> do you think Chloe and Kim do this with the Kardashians? The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. This week on The Gossip Gaze, Billy tells us all about how Britney left him shook. Danny's been learning in all about digi-sexuality. And we answer a listener's letter all about being performance shy. Oh, little winky woo-woo. The Gossip Gaze. That was a sigh. Yeah, I know, I know, because I thought, here we go again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking I'm I'm actually really glad to be back because last week uh, when we were recording we was tired and we was like it didn't feel right did it it felt weird like I was a little bit like I don't know I just felt weird doing it yeah we were were, is it delirious sorry the dog is like she's so scruffy today look at her wow get a picture of this I'm going to get a picture of this and put it on our Instagram later hold on hold on let me look a a little bit does she look minging? She She's... looks funny. She looks scared. So yeah, so I'm glad to be back. Um, it feels it feels nice. Sam's here. You're there. The dog's there. Before it was like two in the morning. We were like, 
Oh. Grogge. 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 That was mank, wasn't it? Yes. Have you had a good week, girl? Well, we both did Lancaster Pride. How? Well, you did two gigs. I did one. I did double shift. You did double double. Yeah. Oh, and we went for that. Where did we go? Coco, it was called. Coco. Shout out to Coco in Lancaster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I picked the complete wrong food. What? Oh, you got... Well, I didn't like mine as much, but yours was all that it was, tasty. It was Asian-y... What was it? Japanese? Pan-Asian. Yeah. Nice. Anyway. But, <laughs> deep uh, fried, basically. Okay, it was all fried. You said, let's go for healthy. And then we went there and it was all deep fried vegetables. Oh, but yeah. how to make vegetable nicer? Dip it in batter. So, summer, like, I was a little bit shook this weekend. Why? Because while I was DJing... You already know this story, but I'm just, I just want to let everybody know. While I was DJing, I was taking phone call after phone <gasps> call. And I was like, this number, I don't know. What is going on? So then I just texted the number saying, hi, I don't have your number. Um, what's up? This basically. is weird, yeah. So the reply, right, let me just read it out. Here we go. <laughs> let me grab it. <laughs> I just so, snorted because I knew what was coming. So then, I, so then they said, is this Danny? I put Danny who? They put Danny Beard. I put, no, it's his best friend. They put, is she with you? And then they said, so I said, who is this? And they said, Olivia. So I thought it was our friend Olivia. So I was like, Olivia so-and-so. They were like, no. And they put, and so then I put, who are you? They put, I was at Pride. I was like, how have you got my number? She put, it was on the gossip case. She sent a picture. She's a really young girl. She is. She's uh, a kid. Yeah, she is younger than I would say 13. <laughs> so and then the, so she sent a photo of you and her that she got at Pride she took photos afterwards and she put she is a queen such a great singer so then I was like where'd you get my number from please was it from the Facebook the Twitter or the Instagram then she sent a screenshot of my personal Instagram and was like is this you <laughs> so then I was texting you at the time being like how is this minor got you my number stressed. <laughs> you were I thinking you were going to end up on a list where yeah <laughs> yeah I was like, just text the girl and say, this is inappropriate. I'm going to block your number. I'll pass the message on that well, you enjoyed Danny's I said, show. I said, I'm going to have to block your number as this number was supposed to be private. Um, I didn't realise it had been made public. I will let Danny know you enjoyed his show. Um, and then she, you blocked it, didn't and you? And then I blocked it and she just put thank you. That is freaky. Imagine, if, imagine, imagine one of us was in Little Mix. Yeah. And you were that famous and you actually got it out. Yeah, I know. But I said to you, I bet your number's on on a profile somewhere. And you were like, no, it's not. It's not. Yeah. But do you not remember you were getting a weird phone call a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. And didn't they mention me? I, 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 something weird was something happening. Something weird. Yeah. So your number's been pub- Your personal number. It's been public on the Gossip Days. You for, could just go on it and click it and call but me. But I have to say... All my and I updated Instagram. It's all changed. Right. My layout, the options you've got. I've got an option to add a number to call on mine, and I was like, no. Yeah. Because my number could have gone public on my profile. So I think when they've changed it over and updated it, they've done something and made people's numbers go public. Well, that must have happened with mine anyway. It's off now. How funny! But can I just say that story? You were so you were texting me like, who is this person? And then when they text through to say that they were like a kid you were like what am i gonna do what am i gonna do there's a kid texting me oh my god no this is the end you were thought you were gonna go on some kind of list for texting them i I just felt weird like yeah it is weird i just felt kids are weird aren't they but i remember when i went to leeds pride when i was younger there was this girl called laura Steele who performed she had one song she's nobody i me and my friends got home drunk from there and found her number on facebook and called her so really? I've been that person who's done that as well. So how fucking weird. Kids you, are weird. You, I was a weird kid. 
I phoned Laura Steele, shout out to her, who's probably just working in an office now, but she did perform uh, one song. <laughs> How camp is that? I know. You were shook. I was shook. You were, you were, you, when I say shook, you were stressed, I could tell. Yeah. Cons- you, find out, please remove it, please remove it. I was like, <laughs> you were like, I've done it. And I was like, you've not, it's still on there. I've now done it though. Yeah. So if you are listening, you now can't get Billy's number. No. Unless you are fit and you want it, just just, <laughs> just, just let me know. You are thirsty as fuck. Do you know what else made me think? Go on. Can you... <laughs> this is because you were so shook. Can you remember the first time that you were proper shook? Shook. Baba I mean, shook. like I mean, baba shook. Like shaking. Shaking like, oh my God, I'm shook. I think so. Can you remember yours? Yeah. Go I on then, I what's can. yours? What's yours? <laughs> this is going to be really... I can't remember the street, but it was in... Bold... Not Bold Street. There's a street in Liverpool and they used to have all the way down like this hardware shop. I want to say Tasker's or something. And it used to, they used to own the whole street. Right. And I think gradually over the years it's become less popular and they've only got one shop now. But they used to own a whole street and then basically we were crossing at the, at the lights and this car came out of a side street with the boot open yeah really fast like nearly came onto our side of the road and we me and my mum like jumped back and we were like ah and then a split second later this man came running out after the street and he was like stop he's stealing my car and i just remember that stop he's stealing my car i'm thinking oh my god like i'm shaking and thinking you witnessed a crime you witnessed well we didn't i don't know what we witnessed but we witnessed Stop! He's stealing my car! Like he did, had that funny like voice and I... Right? I remember thinking... Oh, Were you shaking? I was shaking. Was your mum my shaking? My heart was beating. I don't know if it was that big a deal to my mum, but I must have been young. I was young. Right. I don't know how young I was. I'm sure my mum will text me when this episode goes out and be like, oh my God, I remember it because yeah. she does every week. Yeah. I didn't... She texted me the other week, by the way. I knew you stole that Viennese well. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I'm sure my mum's going to text me and, and tell me about it. But yeah. Oh my That was the God. first time I was shook and I was shaking. And I'm yeah. thinking... I don't think you ever forget it. that feeling. The first time... Adrenaline? What is the feeling? Do you know? It's but weird, that was shook, it? shook. That wasn't like, oh my God, Britney's going out with Daphne. Right, yeah. That yeah. was like, fuck. I could have pooed myself. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I could have yeah. pooed. Wow. What about you? Well, speaking of Britney, mine is actually oh. Britney related. Of course it is. But was it the time you got on stage with her? It was the time I got the DM of, you're going to be on stage with Britney Spears. So I was sat there. Basically, you had to enter this Twitter competition and you just had to tweet them at what show you were going to. Yeah. So every other day, I was like, I'm going to be at Sheffield. I'm going to be at Sheffield. I thought, I'm not going to get the Manchester one because all the days in Manchester will be doing it. Anyway... I just sat there on my computer and then I looked in my little outbox yeah. and it popped up and I saw it was from them and they're like, are you going to the Britney Spears show in Sheffield this week? And my heart fell out of my ass. Hang I on, who like, texted you? Who tweet, tweeted you? So it was this, basically Britney's boyfriend at the time ran this Twitter competition to do it. So he set up his own little Twitter, Twitter, Britney, comp. Twitter Britney comp thing and it's just, it was them. And I remember getting it and like Did I said, you cry? I ran into my mum's room and my mum was like, what is wrong? Oh my God, what is wrong? Because I walked in like shaking like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And she was like, she thought someone had died. And I, <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to be on stage with Britney. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then she was like, 
is this a wind-up? Like, she was like... What, what in that going- American accent? <laughs> <laughs> is this a wind-up? She was like, is this a wind-up? Like, is someone, is someone messing with you? Sorry, like- in the edit, can we play that about five times? Is <laughs> this a wind-up? Because that was funny, but carry on. Yeah, so I was even more shook when I was on the stage with her. Can we also get that picture? Because we that needs to be seen to be believed. Check out our Instagram. Yeah, that is we'll going, post that. That isn't even going on the story. That is going to be on our Instagram yeah. forever. So, the, yeah, so when I was on stage with her, I was shating then. I was more shocked at the fact that, that how nice she te- was. Oh, really? Did yeah. you speak to her? Hang on. Right, so basically I got... Did you get whisked away? Imagine I, you just get whisked on and off and you don't even get to speak to her. Did you get to meet her? What? I got... Basically, when I turned up to the arena, I had to... I met I met her bodyguard and her fiancé at the time and I had to sign a contract. I didn't even read it. I just had to... I just had to <laughs> yes, I, like, yeah, I will I was die like, yeah, whatever. You. And they were like, have you been drinking? I was like, no. And they were like, are you going to drink? I was like, no, because they don't let people on stage they've been drinking because whatever. And then the bodyguard was like, don't do anything when you're on the stage to harm yourself, harm Britney, or make me harm you when you get off the stage. <gasps> it was like really intense. And like, what? I was, and then I was like, oh my God. Do you turn down? No, I was like, <laughs> oh my God. I'd have been like, harm me daddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so then when I got on the stage, they handcuffed me and I was sat on a seat. And then- they ha- What? Yeah, you, so- your handcuff behind it's all part of the like oh look we've got these handcuffs but it's basically you're not touching britney do you know what i mean do you like, know what remember when i went to see britney okay it was very sad because she was just going through the motions but they brought someone on stage then yeah and it it was so obvious the two dancers held yeah. each hand of the person of course so one dancer with one hand one dancer with the other and they moved the person nearer and yeah. she like danced near them and they did not let go of this person oh they weren't yeah at all like you were like so that you couldn't touch her or anything do you think yeah. maybe she's got like a she, I think, anxiety of over- course yeah absolutely but these handcuffs were tight i could not get out of these like i remember when they put them on i was thinking fuck they're tight like they weren't they weren't being gentle and then one of the dancers, fucking bitch, made it worse because she was like, are you nervous, Billy? Because clearly I was shaking like a shiting dog. So I mean, like, <laughs> oh, bless. Of course I'm fucking nervous. She says it on the microphone. She goes, you nervous, Billy? And I'm like, well, yeah. I'm well, about to duh. be fucking, duh. There's, all, there's like 20,000 people, all eyes on me. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm slobbering. Fat. I'm minging. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and Britney Spears is about to give me a lap time. Yeah, I'm shitting myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also, in case you can't smell, the shit in my pants, you fucking bitch. Yes, I'm shitting myself. But yes, yeah. I'm nervous. <laughs> so then, yeah, so then Brittany came over and she looked me dead in the eyes and was, <laughs> Flash, yeah. she was saying to me with her eyes, like, calm down, like, everything's okay. She was smiley. She was so nice. And then... Hang on. So is this, is this fan mode? So she didn't actually say anything to you, babe? She was lip syncing along to the song. <laughs> oh, but no. But the way, but she sort of half stopped lip syncing when she looked at me because the audience couldn't see her face at this point. It was just her looking at me. And she was just like smiling and being like, it's okay, okay, like chill the fuck out. Yeah. And then as the car went back into the stage, I turned to her and I said, thank you so much. That was amazing. And then she was like, no, oh my God, don't worry about it. And then I was like... Oh, because the audience couldn't see both of you at this point. The car was slowly going back and the lights dimmed. So then, and then the doors were closing. So I was like, right, say it now. I was like, this is your only chance to ever speak to Britney. And then she was just really nice to me. And then the door shut. She ran off. The bodyguard un undid his thing um undid wow. undid the handcuffs and so it was quite a military operation it was a bit it was impersonal but she made it a bit more personal she yeah she was she was amazing so that was my shook of the story that was it well 
that just trumps mine, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I shit myself because I met Brittany and I shit myself because I thought I was going to get ran over in Liverpool. Fab. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> the Gossip Gaze. So it's time for this week's listener's letter. So this is from Keith Damer. Ooh, on Instagram. Hey, gamer. Hey, so. Are you gay, gamer? He says, hey, Gothic Days. I've got my first proper DJ gig in London on the 6th of July in front of 3,000 people. Oh, my lord. Okay, show off. 3, okay, bitch, we got it. Can I just say, your what? first gig in front of 3,000 people, that's quite... That's, that's major. Major laser. Congratulations. Um, when <laughs> major <you're> laser, <laughs> I just got it. Um, when you're nervous doing drag, Danny, or mm-hmm. DJing Billy, what do you do to settle your nerves? Okay. Oh, he signed it off with Kai. Kai? Yeah, but I... And, and Kai? I, and I, I feel like him, I know him. And I called him Keith earlier. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I feel like he comes to my gigs. Can I have a look at the picture? Has he got a harness on? Yeah. I know him. Right, is he he's called He's really cute. Yeah, he's called Kai sorry, from Birmingham Sorry, I called you Keith earlier. Keith, Keith, Keith Gamer, is actually He comes Kai. to my gigs in Birmingham. He's a lovely lad. Anyway, so... Can't I, believe I know him. His first DJing oh, you gig. We really high pitch. Am I? You're like, I'm going to high pitch. I'm a girl. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm so annoying today. Everyone's going to be pressing 15, 15, 15. Right, so I, I don't ever feel like I see you get nervous. I get really nervous at times. You don't show... Because I've been backstage I with do you. show it because I get snappy. And I hate when people... There's a few things and then I get irritable. Right. I've done a few prides recently. And because they're outside, people start smoking. And when I'm nervous, I'm thinking of the show ahead. I want it to be good. Yeah. I'm like warming my voice up. And if someone sparks up a sig next to me, I'm like, I have a bit of respect. Right. It stresses me out. Right. Do you remember that pride we just did this week? Lancaster. Yeah. Yeah. I'm nervous beforehand. We've spent loads of time and effort making a f- brilliant intro. Yeah. And then the drag queen, who was lovely, oh, and looked stunning, bitch. Yeah. Started speaking over it. Yeah. And I was thinking... Please, I didn't want her to do it, but I also didn't want to be that girl to be like, can you not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, inside me wants to go, can you not? Yeah. But the outside was like, don't worry, she'll stop now. And she kept doing it. And I know <laughs> she went, there was no malice in it. No. She was just trying to be like, hype, hype it up more. But yeah. I'm like, girl, you don't need to hype it up more because we just spent two weeks making the track. To the hype track everybody up. It's going to hype everybody up. Yeah. So yeah. when I get nervous, I, I end up having to just focus on what I'm about to do. So would you say you were nervous before Lancaster Pride this week? I'm nervous about any pride, any pride, any gig that's out of the regular. Right. So I do Eden Bar twice a month in Birmingham. I don't really get that nervous before I do it. Yeah. My belly will do a little... Do you know what I mean? Right. That was my sound effect. Okay, yeah. So I do get a little bit of a, ooh, in my belly, like, ooh, what's going to happen? Right. Anticipation, but the nerves kick in when it's any kind of big outdoor, any event that's different. Right, okay. So what I try and do, this is really, I'm going all the way around the houses to say this. Um, What I try and do is focus on the task in head, but then if something throws me off that, Mm -hmm. it can make me a little bit... Right. Etchy. So how do you you say you settle the nerves? I just focus on the job of God. Do you know? I always, do you not know? So I go into my own little zone. I'm like, yeah, that's just it. Just focus on the job ahead. Right. Channel that into what you're gonna do. But then I would also say as well. Do you get right, nervous? Sorry. Do you get nervous? DJ now. 
When you first started, I remember how nervous you'd be. Oh and you'd be God. nervous if we walked in. I'd, yeah, I, I used to get nervous when there used to be people I know there, so I feel like there's yeah. more pressure. Judgy. But yeah, the first time I DJ'd um, in a club that was full, because I had to take over, so it was Pride Manchester Pride last year, and the club was full, and I was like, oh my God, I need to take over now. And this was my first time playing commercial house music, and I was shitting myself, because I'd only played R&B prior. And I thought, I'm really comfortable doing R&B, but... It's a different genre, so I was like shaking. But within two songs in, I was like, "Everybody's loving, loving it. it. Everyone's loving it. I'm doing a good job." And my nerves just went went. And then. you know what? I think you've just hit the nail on the head with. It's always to do with like your own ego mm. when you think about it and strip it down. You want everyone to say how good you were. You don't want people to say you were shit. Yeah. And it's always like, ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah. But at the end of the day, like I've just said. You won't be there if you weren't good enough. And you know what? There's always going to be someone better than you. There's always going to be someone worse. The only way you can get better is by doing it, whatever that job is. Whether you're a carpenter, a singer, a DJ, a drag queen. Hell, I look at pictures of me when I started and I remember I used to feel my... I used to think I look so good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to stick this gem here and I'm yeah. going to put this turban on like this and I'm going to wear this big mushroom skirt and I look so good. And I look back and I think, whoa. Yeah. Nelly the elephant went to the club, girl. Do you know what I mean? If Barney yeah. the dinosaur could could go on a night out, that was me. Like, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I felt my oats. So you don't overthink. I'm the biggest overthinker. Yeah, you are. So I can dish that advice out. But when it comes to it, I don't necessarily always take it. Yeah. And I would say also don't worry because you're not, although in a way you are performing, people are not really looking at you. That much. They're listening to you. So, yeah. I think another good thing, actually, which I've just thought about, is when I dissected why I why I would fuck up, I was more nervous on the things I wasn't 100% on. So I know if I've put in the pre-work, I know if I've really rehearsed that song and gone over it with a vocal coach or whatever, and I'm so comfortable with that song, I'm not going to fuck it up. Because yeah. I put the work in beforehand to make, to make sure that when I'm on that stage, when I'm in that moment... I'm fine. Mm. So my advice would be, and I used to be a DJ. I'm not saying I was, you know, David Guerra. Yeah. You know what I mean? You used to press play. I, I can remember. Well, I could mix. Not like you, but I could press sync and the song's mixed. Right, okay. And it's all about the end product. Don't yeah, care what course. you say. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you put the pre-work in. Yeah. If you know ish, you want to play this, you want to play this. Yeah, this then... was going to be my advice. Sort of weirdly plan your set. It's your first gig. Yeah. You can plan it and you know what songs are mixing well. Practice at home. Yeah. And then you can think, right, that song really went well into that one. So I'm going to do that one next. Then I'm going to do that one. You... And then the next job, job. you've yeah. done it all. The next job is just reading the crowd. Okay, they love yeah. that song. I know this is similar. Let's play this. This is going to be a banger. Absolutely. Ah, 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 done. And it's the same for me. I have to read the crowd. Yeah. I can't. My ideal job would be going and singing Adele every every night. But but who wants me to sing Adele? And yeah, they want midnight on a Saturday night. No, they want. So you've got to play to the room. Yeah, I think you're going to be fine. You've got the job, which means you're good enough for it. Yeah, someone out there believes in you, and that's all it takes. Good luck, and that is no. Well, I was going to say now they've got two. Now he's got two more people believing in him. Okie dokie, Dr. Jones. Oh my God, do you remember that? Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones, call in Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. Wake up now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's time to read our review of the week. Woo. This week goes to Adam Prankard. Guess, let's, let's give Adam a round of applause. 
Okay, the dog shit herself. Um, his review reads five stars. Thank you, Adam. And it's the gossip gaze. She knows that it's with a Z. Um, <laughs> hey, boys, I just have to say I love you guys. My mate and he even did eight. Like text talk. Like text talk. Like, we're so cool. Yeah. My mate recommended your podcast to me and I've had to binge listen. Woo. Hashtag new guilty pleasure. Then, in brackets, Fridays just got better. <laughs> wow. It's like a, like a rhyme. I know. It's like, like a, a rap. advert. It's like a rap. Should I rap the rest of it? <laughs> Come on, then. I listen to you in the morning and evening on the commute on Spotify. <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> on my commute on Spotify, to and from work, where your podcast and the new Todrick... What? I listen to you on the... Oh, I listen to you on my morning and evening on my commute on Spotify to and from work. That's right. You can also listen to us on Spotify. Yeah. Uh, well, your podcast and the new Todrick Hall album. I love how he was like extra honest there. Well, it's not actually. I don't just listen to you. I also yeah. listen to the Todrick Hall album when I get bored. <laughs> um, best commute ever. By the way, I use public transport to get to work and the LMFAO moments get me a bit of attention. Hashtag sorry, not sorry to the public as I'm not a quiet character. Wow. I like this guy. I feel like I could be friends with this guy. I feel like me, Adam and you, we could all go out. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Hashtag (laughs) new guilty pleasure. Um, Freaking hell, you're so funny and so relatable. Hope you had a great time in Amsterdam. Wink emoji. Penis emoji. Horny emoji. Emoji. Wow. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Girl, he knows all about it. P.S. Happy Pride Month. Hashtag love is love. Lots of love. Adam. Rainbow emoji. Rainbow emoji. What a lovely, fun-filled review. So thank you for leaving us a review. And remember, you guys can do it too. <gasps> I can't cope with the cheese. <laughs> There's more cheese coming out of your mouth that's on the end of your knob right now and it's knocking me sick. <laughs> your face. I can you I so not believe you just said that. As, I you have, were shook and then instantly embarrassed like you've really got that. I have good genital hygiene, everybody, okay? <laughs> remember, guys, leave us a review and wash your willy. Okay, so it's time for our what would you call a section, hon? The topical. The topicalness. The topic of the week. I don't know. Topic of the week. Yeah. Well, I've got two that I wanted to talk about. What about you? Um, I'll just let you roll with it. You will just off your two. Well, then. I wanted to start off with the, the hate crime that's happened this week in Liverpool. Well. Which we also didn't mention a hate crime that happened a couple of weeks ago. Can I just say, if we what? mentioned every hate crime that has happened in the past, I would say four weeks that has been advertised, we'd be going on for hours because it just, to me, seems it's hate after hate after hate. Well, crime. Funny, funny you should say that, girl. Go on. Because The Guardian have recently posted an article. Sarah Marsh, thank you very much. And um, she's published some figures from some recent... What do you call it? Statistics. Yeah, there right. we go. Recent fucking statistics. Yeah. Basically, hate crimes are on the rise. Gay hate, like LGBT hate. LGBT hate, including transphobic crimes. And the trans crimes, they've tripled. So they've trebled from 550 reports to 1,650. Now, we're, look, we're talking the two... The two bits of information have come from one from 2013 to 14 and then 17 to 18 right so that we've taken statistics from that year and that year and we're looking at them and comparing them so they've risen by 144 percent between 2013 and 14 and 2017 and 18 
um, per capita. So 144% in the most... Yeah. The most recent year of data, police recorded 11,600 crimes, more than doubling from 4,600 during that period. And that's per capita per area. Right. Do you think the police are taking hate crime more seriously now, which is why they've potentially risen? Because So, yeah. So, there is something to be said for that. And I also think people feel a little bit more confident in coming forward. And I actually think we should be coming forward more and doing it. Oh, of course. Like the other week when... We had an altercation with the taxi driver and he called us faggots. Actually, I feel like probably we should have just reported that to the police. Right, yeah. So it was an official thing. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because we should have. We shouldn't take that. Yeah. Like if... Not when there's two girls on, on a bus in London on the way home, when there's two guys in Liverpool on their way home. Yeah. Not when that's happening. Yeah. You know? No, we shouldn't. And this, this recent one in Liverpool, this is... they The youths in suspect, the offenders... Yeah. We're aged like 12 to 15. That to but me yet is just mind-blowing. But like, then we've got people on the other side of the country saying, yeah, we don't want you to teach about gay people in schools. Well, maybe if we taught about the LGBT queer people that live, that always will live, always have lived yeah. in schools, we'd have less kids trying to harm LGBTQ plus people on the streets with knives. Just a thought. It's just, it's just mind-blowing that, for one kids have got knives on the street and two the stabbing stabbing lgbt well anybody with them Anyone. really anybody it doesn't matter where where they're from what the background is the fact that they're using these knives on the streets just is actually sending alarm bells i think i don't want to discuss this loads yeah because i don't want it to be a big part of the show because i hate that any negativity i like this this little 40 minutes or however long we we talk to be yeah. positive because i like listening back and feeling good after it yeah and, never mind yeah. anyone else but i think what we should be doing when we see this instead of reading it and going oh god that's sad yeah i'm moving on we should think you know what next time someone's going to say something to me i'm going to report it i'm going to add to these statistics so that we can see a true more true representation when things like this happen to us yeah i know next time something happens like that to me and it's gonna and you i'm gonna report it yeah i'm gonna take it what the necessary route it needs to be taken so that next year and the year after statistics are more true because the more true the statistics the more the government and the more the powers that be have to do something about it yeah they can't just like let they it, can't ignore they can't, it yeah and actually thinking back there's been loads of incidents where i haven't reported it mm. You know? I also think this shows why pride is more important than ever. Yeah. Um, you said something at the weekend that actually stuck with me was it's you went through the ages of everybody who was there and was like, Give me a cheer for this age, that age, and you got younger and younger and you were saying it's the kids who are important here because realistically the old people are gonna die. I say that at every pride event I perform at. But the kids who were there, who were there waving the rainbow flags and and I had little Being Lexi on the very front yeah. who must have waited all day to be at the front to see whoever she wanted to see. She was 10 years old. Yeah. She high-fived me at the front of the stage and I was like, today's for you, girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it made everyone say hi to her. And I was like, this is our future. This is who we need to let know is important. Absolutely. And thank God that we still have young people like that little Lexi and her parents or whoever's in charge of her care yeah. that bring her to, to these events show her and, and show her and yeah. say, look... I feel like more parents should be doing that with their children instead of shunning them away. But there we go. But they're not going to. 
So this is why we need it in schools. Sorry to keep bringing it back to that No Outsiders programme, but mm. it's crazy. Mm. And the fact that trans hate crime has tripled, we need to be standing with our trans brothers and sisters and saying, Agreed. We will help and support you. Yeah. Because they were there 50 years ago throwing the first bricks. Because I feel like a lot of, uh, it might be a generalisation, it might not make the cut, but a lot of a lot of gay people just dismiss the trans people. I think a lot of the, I'm not going to be popular for saying it, but if you look at the gay, the LGBT community, right? Gay white men are at the top. Yeah, the hierarchy. The, the hierarchy. And they are, they're on all our club posters, they're on all our porn. Yeah. They're the they're the people you know muscly white gay men have made it to the top of our little ch- food chain of what it is to be queer yeah and I think quite often and we're you know I'm not muscly white and gay but we are we take the white and gay box you know yeah we as as that need to be standing up more for the people that are, that may be at the bottom of that food chain yeah and I hate to say it but that's the way society is mm-hmm. so we need to be the ones that are like yo. I'm going to stick my neck on the line for people of colour, for trans people of colour, for whatever, so to, to we can build our community up yeah. as one. The Gossip Gaze. I wanted to speak about digisexuality. Um, what did you just call me? <laughs> <laughs> digisexuality. Could it see us falling in love with people who don't exist? Basically. Right, am I in Black Mirror? What's well, going on? Basically, it's... It's quite complex, so let me try and tell you my understanding of it. Now, Dumb I it to... down. I will. Digi sex for dummies, let's go. I'm talking to you. It's go on. Be... <laughs> that was shady. It's basically how people can fall in love with either basically robots or be sexually attracted to things that aren't real. Humans that aren't real, whether that's robots or digitally created images what about like when people have sex with the cars and stuff like that is that part of it or is it just digital it's digital so so it's not what's that called again that objectophilia right i think that's objectophilia right okay Uh, and it does have crossovers with that by the way right um from what i understand because some people are just all for their robot or their their artificial doll. The AI. That, that talks to people. I think AI is like digitally created on the computer. No, AI is artificial intelligence. Oh, okay, bitch. Yeah. Okay, well then, yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah. It's saying, it's basically fancying or falling for or being in love with something that's, or someone, if you can kind of say that, that's not real. So an example of this is there's an Instagram account. You need to check her out. It's Lil Miquela. Spell it. L-I-L-M-I-Q-U-E-L-A. Right. Okay. She's got 1.5, over 1.5 million followers, and she's not real. Now, you wouldn't believe this by looking at the pictures because it's so creepily real. So is it like um, a drawing? Like a realistic drawing? Kind of. Right. Kind of like 3D animation, and like she can even like speak and stuff, and that's the AI coming in. Right. Um, And like she's even like done big campaigns for like companies and basically she's there as a fake as a digitally as a, a created human and model. like people fancy a model right you know digisexuality is basically a form of attraction primarily through the use of technology right so okay? this is a very recent like because i feel like homosexuality has always existed whereas this couldn't exist 200 300 years ago exactly 
Exactly. So this is like a man-made sexuality then. So those, well, those who identify as digisexual may be attracted to things like sex robots, AI, as we spoke about, digitally created imagery, or only feel arousal when engaging in sexual activity with a machine rather than a human. Right. Okay. So it draws loads of comparisons, like we said, to... Um, the objectophilia thing. Yeah. So there's people that have come out and saying it doesn't exist, it's not real, and there's people that are saying, oh no, hold up, it's totally real, I've married a robot. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm all for you expressing your sexuality, expressing your feelings with inside, in an open, safe, consensual environment, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My only... My only downside, my only thing that sparks to mind instantly is that the right wing, the, you know, the people that are against trans rights, gay rights, any rights, use this kind of example. For example, when talking against why we shouldn't teach people, young people, about LGBT because they're like, well, what next? We'll be marrying robots. Yeah. You or know, trans people, what? What next? We'll be identifying as a dog. All of all that. Of, yeah to you know propaganda against the lgbt that's my only downside that i see to this at the minute but there's quite a few articles out there if you're interested in this digisexuality and it gets very interesting very deep but my my interest if you will my interest comes from things like fenty beauty i've used a completely digitally created model recently uh shudu i think i'm pronouncing that right right um she was featured for fenty beauty and she's absolutely stunning and you would never know this wasn't a real person completely digitally created made on a computer so the way forward could be that models and adverts and branding is all just digitally created this is really freaking me out it's black mirror shit right black mirror shit that's happening yeah so when it comes to the sex and sexuality of it yeah the future of sex reports that by 2024 people will be able to be anybody with anybody in photo realistic worlds so you'll be able to have like virtual reality intercourse with a completely fake made up person you'll basically be able to go on an app with a virtual headset on swipe right swipe right swipe right until you find someone that you fancy and then instantly they'll be able to match with you because they're a robot so that's what they're designed to do and you'll be able to basically use mechanical sex toys to have full intercourse and a full if you want relationship with basically a computer for me that's just like (laughs) you look completely shook like i'm not like that's not something for me. Absolutely not. But then also, if you spin that on his head, it means you could have the completely perfect relationship. Well, yeah. Do you know what I mean? No arguments. Yeah. You, you just, if you were pissed off at it, you'd just say turn off until I call down. I'd love to meet somebody who identifies as that and speak to them more about it. Cause, like, it's fascinating. Cause it no? is a brand new concept, really. Yeah. And a lot of people have not heard about it. So, yeah. I'm down for whatever, kids. If you want to shadow a robot... Shadow robot. Is this going to maybe just be one of those few kind of crazy fetishes, kinks that are for most part people see as just crazy people? Or is this going to be a thing? Don't know. I mean, for me, I love human contact, so I can't ever imagine being in a relationship with a robot. Although sometimes I'm thinking... If that robot learns to do the dishes and tidy up and stuff, <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Maybe it might be. You've an got option your own little me. robot housekeeper slash sex toy. 
<laughs> bit weird. Yeah, fucking weird. But let's put a pin in this and come back to it in 20, 2050. <laughs> no, take it. Hey, Siri. Sorry, just talking to my own robot. Hey, Siri, uh, can you please make a note to come back to digisexuality? Mine's coming off. Okay, I created a note to come back to digital sexuality. Yeah, can you please come back? To- Hello, Siri. Siri, are you there? This is not a good sign for the robots. This okay? is not a good time. I, mean, I don't want to shag Siri at the moment. She is not giving me what I need right now. Right, well, there you go. Well, Siri's fucking up. But anyway, I feel maybe we should put a pin in it and come back to it. I would like to look into it more. And I'd love to know what people listening think of it yeah yeah let us know yeah and if you do identify as digisexual <gasps> get, in contact. get in contact absolutely the gossip gaze what a show bloody hell digisex digisex and digisex what else homophobia digisex pride Br- events britney spears britney spears <laughs> we have we, we are we are Solving the world's problems. What more could you want out of a day podcast? What more could you want? (laughs) I'll tell you what you want, what you really, really want. You want to get over to our Apple's iTunes. We need them reviews. Keep on steady coming in. And also follow us on our socials, which is at the Gossip Days, spelt with a Z. That is on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We post really cute photos up there. Especially on our Instagram. Yeah, we have some cute photos this week from Amsterdam I can't wait. Can I just say I can't wait to post one of you and Brittany. Yeah, so the one of me and Brittany's going to look this week and the one of Danny and the no, dog. No, that's not good. I look awful and the dog looks like she's on crack. Yeah, that's why it's going to go up there because oh, it's funny. Oh, okay. Okay, so check us out at the Gossip Days and follow our personal accounts while you're there. And cause... keep them, keep those little emails coming in. Yeah. Because I think, I whenever we get an email on that account, I'm like, oh, we got an email, we got Tyra mail. Do you know what I mean? I'm like yeah. happy. So that's, um... do you not know? The Gossip Days, spelt with a Z, at gmail.com. The Gossip Days. I'm going to say thank you for listening. And don't forget, tell your kids, tell your wife. <laughs> Hide your kids. Hide your wife, because there's an edge and everybody up in here. Tell your friends. Tell everyone about us. Share the love. Share the love, because yeah. I feel like, I don't know, I need to take the pregnancy test, but I feel like we've got a baby on the way that we need to tell you about. Does that make sense? No. I don't know. I what feel like we've got about. news on the way for the show. Oh, right. Okay. I'm. De- I'm probably said that I shouldn't say that. And oh. Sam's. I'm not even looking in Sam's direction because we're going to get in trouble. But I feel like <laughs> this is the time. We're about to take a pregnancy test, and <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen. So stick stick with us. I'll get ahead of myself. Stick with us. Tell yeah. your friends. Tell your wife. Give us a rate. Give us a review. Even if you just want to message us to tell us that you love us. This coffee's really kicking in. So we will see you sometime in the future. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.